It's DTS 220. We're in the third week of Forsaken. Brand new game mode, Breakthrough, coming this Tuesday with new maps, plus a very important announcement about DTS later in the show. You're listening to Destiny The Show. What's good, everybody, and welcome to the Destiny The Show podcast. I am BBK Dragoon. I'm joined, as always, by my great co-host, Diddy. What is up, man? We are actually back to the old school of DTS recording schedule. Instead of a Monday night, it's a Sunday morning we have a really big announcement in like the later portions of today's show. So I do want to just urge people, um, if you've been a fan of DTS for a long time, if you've been listening for even a short amount of time, uh, stick around till the back half of today's show. Uh, we're talking definitely about the future. Now, Diddy, how was your week, my dude? Man, my week, it, it just keeps getting busier and busier. <laughs> I mentioned so- that ramp up to Q4, of course, last week, and it is... It's good. A lot of good things on the horizon. I'm uh, ramping up some work stuff. But I did play a lot of Gambit this week. Gambit is just super fun. I, f- I finally found a good um, non-fallen <laughs> build. Um, I've got that, uh, I forget what the gun is. It's a pulse rifle with Outlaw and Rampage. It just melts trash mobs and Gambit. And then letting my teammates get the moats because I hate fighting over that. And I'm killing some primevils. It's good. It's a good time. Gambit is a really cool game, though. I stick by what I've said. When I have teammates to play with, I love it 18 times more. It feels, even if it's just one or two buddies you can talk to, man, Gambit is phenomenal. Solo mm-hmm. Q, you're a braver man than me. Yep. It's it's super nice that, uh, of course, we have the bounties now, but I really like the fact that with the surge of Battle Royale games that we don't have that in Destiny. I really like that they decided to go this Gambit route, and now with the breakthrough, which is not totally new of an idea, uh, but Gambit, I think, was. And I, I'm really happy we have that game mode now. I agree. Yeah, I'm curious to know when that embargo lifts for the Bungie Community Summit thing that happened. Because, right, there was that one idea Bungie had posed to people, and the apparently, like, the community reacted really. The community who was there acted very like, no, 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 don't do this, bro. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I think... I think I remember reading about that somewhere. Maybe the embargo's already lifted, but I just, I can't remember at this time. There was tons of rumor mails about what it was supposed to be. I don't know if there's been an official word or if people have talked about it. But anyway, I agree. Them not going towards capitalizing on a, there's no way they could do a BR mode in Destiny, I don't think. Not successfully. No. Yeah. It's Destiny competitive or PvP just doesn't, with all the abilities, it doesn't lend itself to a Battle Royale type. It's opinion. cool to see, though, that Breakout is getting so much attention. It yes. really looks like, I mean, what, COD Black Ops 4 is the 14th or something like that? The 12th? Like the middle of October? We're only a few right. weeks away from it now. I honestly think it's not going to hurt Fortnite very much because you got that free angle, but a lot of PUBG streamers and stuff seem super hyped on Blackout. Yeah, Call of Duty's just got that polish of that AAA title, you know, it's, it plays really, really well. And then they're adding in this game mode. They're not building the game around the game mode. They already had the established gameplay there. Uh, and of course you have the call of duty name tag on it. It's uh it's going to be a success no matter what. 
Agreed. Speaking of a game mode that starts with the letter B, we have Breakthrough coming to the Crucible this week, and it's eventually going to be going into the competitive playlist, but a brand new game type with four new maps, a fifth one that I think is PlayStation exclusive, and that's um, really the backbone of the news today. There's not a whole lot happening this week, but I do want to pick your brain on some of the craziness that happened in the raids this last week. So let's dive into the news. So first we saw the four-man Riven, right, Diddy? What came after that? The two-man Riven. Of course, we've got Glad, uh, who is of Clan Redeem, who did the world's first, and we have the legend uh, from the legend himself clan, Slayeridge, who's just a solo PvE monster. They went into Riven, and they two-manned the final Riven encounter. Now, uh, in the Reddit post, Slayeridge did clarify that they're kind of using two exploits. One of them's not really an exploit. Um, I'm not going to really explain it to you, but there's a certain part on the map that uh, prevents the enemies from doing something. And then on the other side, like you can have the symbols spawn, and then they literally took a picture of the screen so that they could have the symbols' locations memorized, yeah. or they could reference it at least. It was just super clever, super ugh, clever, and uh, well done, well done. There you go. Yeah, that's it's every year next level of insane. Can't understand it's not, it. It's not can they. It's when will they solo or duo the raid encounters. And uh, Slayerage himself actually soloed one of the raid bosses. I think it was Callie again. And it, that's blowing my mind, guys. Blowing my mind. So I've been talking with a handful of like way more hardcore players than what I'm capable of doing with the current work schedule. Guys who've been raiding every single week, multiple characters, that kind of a deal. And Last Wish has become really enjoyable. They found it to be like with a solid crew, you know, their hour and a half, two hour long raid run with people who know what they're doing. So it definitely seems like it's settling back into the position that most raids take in Destiny in terms of time commitment and like right. the challenge. It's still obviously mechanically more difficult than obviously a Wrath of the Machine, especially we don't bring Crota's End into this, but interesting how Bungie was able to on launch day and the raid, you know, launch, make it extremely difficult for the world first people, yet now it's settling into the rhythm as the power levels are reaching more appropriate places. You know what I mean? Yeah, settling into the rhythm. I mean, uh, sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> really? Uh, can you imagine being on the raid team and testing this raid? in Bungie like uh, wouldn't you think or haven't they said that the raid team or the raid before it launches is kept really really secret so not only do they have a smaller QA team for the raid but like it, imagine having to try and figure this stuff out by yourself with just you know 10 or 15 other people right yeah that would be crazy to me right uh, of course world first you have thousands of people trying it and only 18, <clears throat> excuse me, 18 people finishing it within the first 24 hours and two minutes. And then it's just like, imagine testing that, guys. It's that's That would be insane to me. So Dotto's Riven Guide was 24 minutes and two seconds exactly. Got to give him a nod Perfect. for the sense of humor, right? <laughs> also, yeah. if you want to learn more about the raid, this Thursday on the Destiny Community Podcast, I believe some of the raid designers are going to be featured guests on DCP. Nice. Um, that's way cool, and I'm really looking forward to listening to that and hearing it. 
Uh, let's hop into this week at Bungie and talk about Breakthrough. So this is a new game mode. If you hack the enemy team's vault, you win the round. Think of this like a neutral version of Payload in Overwatch. So at the very beginning of each round, players fight to capture a central zone. Once the zone is captured, your team will deploy the Breaker. As players work to deploy the Breaker, the zone can be contested, resulting in an epic tug of war between the two teams. Once the Breaker is captured, it will be used to assault and hack the enemy team's vault. They kind of masked in here, did he? Like all the verbiage that they possibly could, I think, to easy illusions of payload in Overwatch. But mm -hmm. that really seems to be what this game mode is, right? Yeah, and I really like that it's neutral start because, yeah. as you know, I've played a ton of Overwatch and the maps are specifically designed for attack and defense. Now, this time around, since it's a neutral start, it has to be both, right? You know, yeah. Whether it's a symmetrical map or not, uh, Destiny is, of course, introducing all these new maps, so we don't have to worry about, hey, that PvP map that everyone hates, not going to be a breakthrough map because it, it can't do it. It wasn't designed for that in mind, and I really like that they're curating this game type for specific maps that they have built from scratch. I, I really like that. Yeah, so we have four maps coming into the play space for this on all platforms and a fifth one that's going to be a PlayStation exclusive. Diddy, you accurately pointed out the map Convergence um, will also be available as a breakthrough map. Now, Convergence looks to be the Black Pantheon remake. I haven't had it come up in my Iron Banner matches this last week, but I just wanted to mention something that we've not talked about here. Iron Banner uh, happened this last week, but Trials of the Nine has taken a hiatus for Season 4 while they work on it. I want you to think about the amount of weekly milestones and stuff that you have to do on your characters and think about if Trials was active right now. That is so much <laughs> stuff to do. Like, I, I didn't even think of it being gone and, and, like, realizing, oh, my gosh. Like, could you imagine how many people, like, you, that's a lot of playtime each week, right? It really is. They've definitely brought back the hobby. And it's... Man, I didn't play Destiny during the weekdays, but when I started this weekend and I, just, I fired it up, I'm like, man, I got... Where do I start? Like, what bounties do I pick up? Do I just... What what do I do? And so I just picked up all the Gambit ones and I just started playing Gambit. But it's like, <laughs> I have to make that decision, right? You know? As someone who's, uh, you know, progressing their, their career, right? It's... And uh, dealing with two furry dog children. And <laughs> it's it's like, man, I have to dedicate my time. Like, what do I do that will make me progress, you know, make me make my time investment worth it? And it's I like having that decision, but I also hate it at the same time. But uh, I like that I have to choose. Okay, bounties, this powerful gear. Okay, let's go. Yeah. I want to bring it back to Breakthrough here for just a second. Props to Bungie for releasing a new game mode with new maps. They could have probably tied this in with the marketing of Forsaken and used it as a selling point, but this is just sort of a, a free addition. Maybe this is what Crucible Labs is intended to be. We're working on new game modes and maps in the background, and then we'll bring it to you when it's ready. You know what I mean? It didn't seem like there was a lot of circus or fanfare about this. Yeah, yeah. It's it was a surprise, to be sure. Yeah. Know, to, uh, to do a sequel or a prequel meme. <laughs> we'll have to see <laughs> what Payload looks like and feels like in Destiny. Uh, Breakthrough, was, sir, not payload. Oh, come on. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Neutral payload. How about that? There we go. Perfect. Uh, this last weekend was a double Valor weekend. Props to Bungie for doing it early on. It was Iron Banner this last week. I I didn't like Iron Banner this last week, and that's not a critique of the game <laughs> mode itself. It's just 
I played as a solo player in Iron Banner, which I know is my own fault. It's the but worst time you could ever have in Destiny. I have played so many matches of solo cures versus six stacks, and I just I don't necessarily enjoy that that much. I had a better time when I queued up with friends, but it seems like Iron Banner offers a lot of power if you've not been playing a whole lot. So if you're getting those weekly bounties done, this seems like a really good way to catch up if you're a little bit behind the power curve right now as some of your friends. So don't sleep on it the next time it comes around. If you're still you know, lower than 600 or whatever next month, dive into Iron Banner. It always seems to be a good way to accumulate some seriously good powerful uh, steps forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep, exactly. Speaking of powerful rewards, Diddy, a seamless handoff. Let's talk about the powerful rewards chart. So two things. In this week at Bungie, they did note that there is a bug Bungie is aware of. Underleveled powerful gear drops. We have identified an issue causing powerful gear to sometimes drop below expected power levels and are working to resolve this issue in a future update. I told you this last week, Diddy, it was very hit or miss on some of my weekly milestones, what was an upgrade and what wasn't. So like I was 548 or 549 on the Warlock, we did the Nightfall, we got the 100,000 score, as well as being my first Nightfall completion, and both of those rewards dropped lower than my current power. I think they were like 545, and I was a little bit like, what the heck? Now, the community has put together chart, a theory-crafted chart of what the soft caps are for these powerful drops. Do you want to hit some of the highlights for me with this and what it means? Yeah, essentially. So shout out to uh, at least Daniel 300999 um, to, for putting this information together. And then the chart was by someone else. I can't give them credit. I apologize. Um, essentially, it breaks it down to soft cap of 520. What activities or what rewards do you go for to hit that soft cap of 520? And then what do you do to do the soft cap of 540 and then 560 and then 580 and then finally 600? And it's, you know, pretty much everything. The dailies, right? Going to get you to 520. Soft cap of 540 is going to be that nightfall, that one nightfall per week and then a nightfall score of uh, over 100,000. And then for the 560 is going to be Petra, Dreaming City, everything there, um, as well as the gamut, infamy reset and iron banner bounties. And then for the soft cap of 580, Last Wish Raid Boss is 1 through 3, not the Riven Encounter. Uh, and then Blind Well Tier 4 Heroic is going to be there as well. And as the cap of 600, which of course is the max power level, is going to be your, your weekly clan bounties, your Last Wish Raid Bosses 4 and 5, Gambit Bounty, Might of the Traveler, which is that 200 points uh, bounty there. And then Prime Engrams, the RNG, uh, that kind of stuff. Your exotic Ingrams and your exotic quests going to be up to 600. I think we got so used to in previous expansions always getting the upgrades for the things that we expected as the weekly things. Um, let's roll the clock back here and listen to the quote from This is Bungie back on August 9th or this week at Bungie. In Forsaken, we are scaling the power production of all content by the difficulty of that content. If you manage to beat the raid while 40 power under the recommended level, you should expect to receive more potent rewards. When players earn powerful rewards, these items should never scale down to where they do not give an increase in power. Even if your power is 100 over an activity's recommended level, it should still grant a reward at least one power level above your current average. End quote. So I think there's two realities here, Diddy. The, this is a community-built um, chart regarding the soft caps. 
Bungie has acknowledged that there is an issue with the logic behind some of the powerful gear drops dropping below what they're intended to be. So I think this chart is useful for players as the game exists right now before we see a fix implemented from Bungie and get a public statement about what activities are deemed to give you an upgrade past this certain point. But I think you have two forces at play, right? Yes. That's all I was trying to say. So if you guys are curious why you're getting drops below what you would want, because I, I don't know. I kind of feel like I love Petra, and that's one of my favorite things to do each week because it's very easy to go do your Senate challenge and go grind blind well. But when you're doing the Nightfall and you get the 100k score and you're seeing stuff drop below your upgrades, I'm kind of like, well, why did I do that? <laughs> yeah, why did I just spend 30 minutes trying to finish this thing and it's, it wasn't even worth it? Right? Yeah. Waste of time. But those Prime Engrams... That system is great for the the daily players who just want to keep playing the game past their weeklies. That's a system that's like that random chance of upgrading, keep grinding the game, you'll see a few of these pop up throughout the week. Awesome mechanic, and I'm not criticizing because I think Forsaken's gearing scale feels really good to me. And I'm not one of those 570 players. I'm just now getting to 550. I've not had the chance to raid. I probably won't have the chance to raid for another few weeks. But... This feels like it's in a good spot where hardcore players are going to be reaching their 600s and the casual players are going to have two months of, of gear grind before they're reaching those points, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this was actually the chart that I referenced when I logged in this weekend, right? I, I, I just hit 515. I said, okay, I'm really behind. What can I do to rank up? And then I saw Gambit. Oh, okay, yeah, that's easy enough. 520, let's go for it. And it gives me something to, to work towards. Thank you for the chart so much. Edge Transit, they know that it's dropping more than they had intended. It in their is actually a bug. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, who would have thought? <laughs> Keep the meme alive. Can a strike boss be the Edge Transit? Just like we had the giant shank boss in the Taken King, you know? No, no, no. Remember that picture where they photoshopped Gallahorn on every armor piece and every weapon? Yes. On that Guardian? We need that for the Edge Transit, right? Do it. Front page of Reddit. You heard it here on DTS. That it, that You'll get totally gold for that. Yes. I'm doing it. Okay. Diddy's learning how to use Photoshop right now. Well, actually, no, you already know. Gimp. Oh, yeah. Gimp. I'm a Gimp. free version. Dude. Yeah, the free poor man's Photoshop. It works. That's all the same goodies. Well, that is pretty much this week in terms of news. I do think it's I funny. I do want to say, yeah. last week of September, if you have Forsaken, if you've beaten the story, claim your free soundtrack through oh, Bungie Rewards. Point. Yeah, so log into Bungie Net with your character. Uh, on the top right, click your character icon. There's that rewards. You'll click on it. Uh, it'll show that you're, you can, um, they'll email you a discount code to get the soundtrack you use that discount code in the store it gives you it for free and it just sends you an email for the download so do that I, before the end of september i think you can download them in all flacs the flax so like super uncompressed loveliness yeah and it has the uh, two whisper of the worm uh, tracks as well so the the the, the mu music that plays during that secret mission is there as well and it's oh, it's good awesome sauce well i imagine now that the first month is starting to wind down for Forsaken, there's a little bit more, I think, coming with the Dreaming City. If you guys haven't been paying attention each week, we're getting those new missions, the new Ascended Challenges. Petra yes. changed her spot. I keep expecting that to have some story changes and significant things, especially during the month of October. 
And then come November, I imagine they're going to start being more concrete about what the December annual pass content looks like. Armory something or whatever. Mm -hmm. The Black Armory or whatever. Yeah. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure on that one. Forsaken's awesome. Let's be real. Like This is the best place the game has been at in a long, long time. But you're going to have flashbacks of Curse. And I wonder (laughs) if Black Armory is going to bring some significant new ways to play as the hobbyist. I hope it's not just here's six new exotic quest lines for you guys to work on and you memed like for exotics that already exist right yeah like we're gonna get the last word back or we're gonna get thorn back or we're gonna get freaking pocket infinity right that one died out (laughs) Uh, come on like let's bungie needs to do an expansion well twice in a row like i said it last week they've never done it except for rise of iron to age of triumph but that wasn't like true expansions mm-hmm. come on you gotta you gotta keep this momentum going forward let's do it all right i agree my faith is a little bit higher now than it definitely was last uh last time this year so <laughs> the times are changing all right yes. diddy well then, uh, i think we just get right into the announcement here at the end of today's show so i will just be as straightforward as possible we are entering into what will be the final month of Destiny the Show. In about one month time, Diddy and I will be hanging up the proverbial headphone and microphone and uh, walking away into the sunset in regards to Destiny the Show. And we wanted to just talk with you today about how awesome this whole thing has been, why we're putting a bow and wrapping up DTS, uh, why the timing, and all sorts of stuff. So before we hop in, Diddy, anything you want to just say regarding it? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just time for us to uh, enter our throne world, the DPS throne world. (laughs) Sword logic! That's how you can explain everything in Destiny. It's just like, but why? No, no, sword logic. Don't interrupt. Sword logic. Everything. All right, so why? So about a year and a half ago, Diddy and I began talking about, I guess it's begun. We had begun to talk about wrapping up destiny the show and just mentally picking sort of an end point since what was it july or june of 2014 we've been doing this weekly podcast together and it Mm -hmm. has been incredibly fun and i cannot preface this enough with a huge appreciation for you guys for supporting and listening to the show that whole time but Speaking of time, it takes a lot of time to produce Destiny the Show. And, you know, both Diddy and I are kind of entering a different part of life. Um, you know, Diddy, you've got something big coming up here really soon. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting married. In Woo! A month. Yeah. And that's, that's a huge new chapter in is. anyone's life. So I'm, we're, we're all, we're both really excited about that. Not, you, you're excited. I'm about excited it. about I, it, I, I meant, but we're not getting I meant, married. Yeah. I met my fiance and I, we're, we're both <laughs> extremely excited about getting married. And, uh, yeah. I kind of made a joke um, about how uh, my fiance said something yesterday and it was like, you could have taken offense to it. And I said, well, guess what? We're not going to be fiancés much longer if you keep doing that. But it was a joke that we're getting married soon. Not mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So it was, I thought it was really funny. She didn't, but uh <laughs> It's already starting and you're not even married yet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we've been together for so long, right? It's yeah. it's The marriage is just a formality at this point, to be honest. Um, it's just a piece of paper and an excuse to wear a ring. So mm-hmm. not much is really going to change afterwards. But uh, 
definitely want to focus on some new things. Yeah. And between work for both of us, you know, we started this show when we were in our like uh, early to mid 20s and now we're approaching late 20s. And Mm -hmm. it's I'll tell you what, life gets busy and life gets hard. And Destiny the Show has been a total labor of love. And it's a lot of time each week. So between, you know, planning for the show, recording the show, editing it, getting it up on Podbean, recording or just getting all the gameplay and, and pushing it out to YouTube. It's about four to five hours of work a week. And that adds up week after week. And as awesome as it it has been, Diddy and I never pursued really monetizing the program. We didn't really go after sponsors. We never really wanted to do any of that stuff. And so, yeah, there's YouTube revenue, which is awesome. And Diddy and I have been able to, like, go to the equivalent of getting a value meal over at McDonald's or something <laughs> once a month, which is awesome. Like, it never was about the money. But now time is its just reaching a point where I think it's a good spot for us to sort of walk away. I do know that when Diddy and I were talking about, you know, sort of concluding Destiny of the Show, we did not want to leave in spite or basically leaving based upon the state of the game that Destiny was in. Case in point, after Curse of Osiris, a lot of people were frustrated and there was a lot of content about I'm done with Destiny and people are leaving the scene and we're, you know, divorcing the game. We did Mm -hmm. not want to wrap up the show based at all upon the state of the game. That's lame. Like you're forever remembered like being kind of salty and I'm super stoked because we had picked this time frame regardless of the state that Destiny 2 was in. And it just so happens, Diddy, that I think Destiny 2 is at the greatest place it's ever been because of Forsaken, right? Yeah, it's it's got so much momentum going forward. And, you know, based on everything that we've built in the last four years, it feels it feels right. And that's not to say so none of our none of the communities that we've built up, all of our clans, the, the discords, the Twitter, um, any of the YouTube content, none of that's going away. Like if, you, yeah. if you've been fans of the show, if you've been participating in the Discord, participating in the clan, that will all stay there. We'll still be active in the Discord. You can still talk to us, chat with us. We'll keep up to date uh, with a few things here and there. Uh, so yeah, we, we'll still be available, but yeah. uh, just not being uh, those experts anymore. We're, we're not going to be the weekly show. It's been a lot about TWAB shows recently and mm-hmm. especially the last year and a half, but for a good four years... Tried to read every TWAB, every Kotaku article, all the Polygon things. Like, tried to stay really on top of the scene. And I know we're both kind of looking forward to maybe being a little bit more of a casual bystander and enjoying the game from a more uh, experience-based reaction instead of like, oh my gosh, what do you think of those patch notes before it releases? That that type of deal, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're moving away from min-maxing uh, our Destiny knowledge going back into the casual grind yeah so two final things to sort of wrap this up or put the whole i guess like last month into perspective what does the last month look like to be the next four weeks of destiny the show it's gonna be the same we're gonna talk about news we're gonna try and have fun and frankly destiny 2 is in a phenomenal place we don't need to try we don't need to try to have fun we have fun every single week it's you diddy you bring you bring the goods the puns the jokes all the news (laughs) and oh all the math for real though the game is in a really cool state and i'm so happy that forsaken ended up being a home run not just for you know the community for bungie but just for people who've maybe never played destiny before like i've said captain falcon the guy that i've been playing with who's never touched destiny during d1 at all seeing his reaction to destiny starting a week before forsaken and going through all this stuff he's just overjoyed he's like this is so cool 
how did I not know about this beforehand? And I was like, you entered at the right time, kindergarten. <laughs> you came at the right time. Blueberry. Blueberry. Yep. Um, he grew on the right bush at the right time. Oh, my gosh. That That's <laughs> never dying on this show. Um, but, yeah, we are going to be wrapping up. I think it's like the third week in October. Second or third. No, it's yeah, the third mm-hmm. week in October. So we'll probably be the last show of Destiny, the show. And I just want to say thanks. Four years of an awesome community, a really fun podcast. Uh, you guys have given Diddy and I the chance to do something that never thought was an option. And I do remember like when we talked four years ago, Diddy, about just starting this thing, it was purely like, that sounds fun. Yeah, let's give it a try. And the listenership grew and the community became this real thing. And you guys made Destiny the Show what it is today. And I cannot thank you enough for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It took the words right out of my mouth. That was it. You know, it's thanks. It's been <laughs> cool. Dude. That, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard for us, I think, on this end, because this has literally been a weekly part of our life now for four years. It's like high school or whatever. Like you said, like imagine doing <laughs> something every single week, even on Christmas and Thanksgiving and whatever. For four years, and so it's weird for us that we're going to be wrapping it up, but the time is right, and we'll still be around. It's not like we're disappearing forever, man. We'll still be in and around, and we're not taking down the website or the Discord or anything like that. I do know on the final show, I'm super stoked to share some cool DTS stories with you guys. Like, Yes. I've got all the listenership charts. If you guys ever wanted to know like the full numbers of how many people are listening, when the show was the most popular, when we... uh, I don't know if I'm going to share all the stories, but uh, we can definitely say what our merchandise got taken down. (laughs) Yeah, there was definitely. Yeah. Can you imagine if you have DTS merchandise, if you purchase one of our T-shirts at that time or a a mug or something, that's a limited edition item. That's right. That's that is that's like more exotic than an exotic currently in Destiny 2. It's like, (laughs) man, congratulations. You got it at the right time. That was perfect. We'll talk about a lot of different uh, stuff that we've never talked about on the podcast before uh, in terms of what the podcast has, uh, what experiences that we've had with with the podcast and a few uh, different people involved with the, the community. Yeah, it, it's been a fun ride. So all I can say is just uh, thank you guys. I hope you enjoy the next month of DTS. We've left the last four years. Thank you for this ridiculously cool opportunity. And Enjoy Forsaken, man. Just Destiny right now is in a good spot. So enjoy every minute. Play with friends. Make new friends. And find a community. Diddy, if people don't have a community, where might they be able to join in the conversation? On our Discord. Discord.me slash Destiny the Show. Excellent. And all the links from today and more are on our website, DestinyTheShow.com. Our Twitter is at Destiny the Show. Where can people find your content, Diddy? Twitter.com slash DiddyDTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. You can follow me at BBK Dragoon on Twitch, Twitter, all those platforms, YouTube, that kind of a thing. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. And I guess if you have any questions for us that you'd want to see answered in the next month of the show, tweet it at us, drop it in the YouTube comments, ask us in the Discord, man. We're all ears and we're just looking forward to the next month. Thanks for listening. Have a good day.